Arizona, Arizona Sports. Sports. Burns and Gambo talk with a decision maker from the Coyotes front office. Brought to you by Midwestern University Clinics in Glendale. Faculty and graduate student-led comprehensive health care. Visit MWUClinics.com to schedule an appointment. Live here on the Burns and Gambo show from the Mullet Arena. Rocking the mullet on this Friday night, the home opener. One of us is, well, you only are because you're wearing the wig that they're giving away tonight on all the seats. You haven't had enough hair to rock a mullet since the 70s, Gambo. Let's call it like it is. Uh, That's probably Uh, true. It's 100% true. We are live here for the Coyotes home opener here on the flagship home of the Arizona Coyotes. In this, their debut in their temporary home for the next few years. And joining us right now, the president and CEO of the Coyotes, Javier Gutierrez, joins us here on the Burns and Gambo show. Javier, good to see you face-to-face. Thanks for coming down and saying hi to us and happy opening day to you burns gambo great to see you guys thank you for being here thank you for being a part of this memorable night wouldn't this miss is it. history right wouldn't here miss it wouldn't miss it can't wait to be here watch this game tonight against the winnipeg jets look i'm, I'm we understand there's going to be difficulties with this it's a temporary arena this is not your home it's not where you want to be but man i think you made the best of a bad situation i mean beyond this place is Beautiful. And I'm not saying this because of anything. It's because it, I understand it's going to be a hot mess at times, and you've got issues with the locker rooms right now until we get to December. But man, the ice looks great. The arena looks great. I'm I'm pleasantly surprised. No, I appreciate you saying that. Listen, at the end of the day, this is a brand new arena. You can smell Brand new. The, you can smell the plastic from yeah. the seats still. So <laughs> it has all the amenities that you would want. And you know what? Tipping my hat to Alex Morello, investing almost thirty million dollars into this to not only build the annex, which we can talk about, but to upgrade everything within the arena to NHL standards. And by the way, every player will tell you that's been the best ice that they've skated on since the beginning of the season, and the best ice in Arizona. And that was part of the investment. I was reading about this today or yesterday. The structure underneath the ice, right, to make sure it's up to NHL standards. That was part of the investment. The video board, it's got to be the right height off of the ice. That was also part. I mean, there's all of these things that go into what makes an NHL arena that you don't think about much, but I'm sure you guys rightfully so fixated on for the last several months to make sure this would be everything you needed it to be. Absolutely. You know, and we didn't do this by ourselves. You know, we had the NHL leagues, uh, hockey operations involved from day one. The great partners that we've had at Oakview group. Uh, Peter Luco has become a a dear friend, and we wanted this to be at, not just at, but above NHL standards when it came to the technology, when it came to the electricity, when it came to the ice and the boards and everything in terms of player safety and in terms of the competitiveness. And so you're right. You don't think about those things. We fixated on them. And again, Alex Morello put his money where his mouth is and said, this is the community I want to be a part of, and this is the option. I have so many questions I want to ask you in a short amount of time, but let's start with the Annex. Let's let's have you describe that and how that came about. Sure. Well, the Annex is uh, the locker room facility and the medical and, and all the offices that you need for NHL officials. It's right abutting Mullet Arena, and we're building it from scratch. You probably saw it on the way yes. in here. It's going to be the best top-of-the-line locker rooms that you will see in the NHL. And what happened was... Because of NCAA compliance rules, we could not use the locker rooms for ASU. And so uh, we got, again, together with the NHL. We said, what do we need to do? And we'll pay for it. So you're in the visitor's locker room for ASU. You're in the visitor's college locker room. Mm -hmm. And the Jets are in a temporary thing on the other ice. 
do you anticipate? And just being honest, do you anticipate any complaints with the four teams that are coming in here with the, with with uh, with their locker rooms? You know, the thing that we said from day one is we're going to be fully transparent. The four teams, I, I spoke to their presidents, their GMs, the uh, PA has been fully involved, the NHL is fully involved. Nothing is a surprise. And if you actually go in there, listen, it's temporary, and we've said that because we wanted to have games here and not have the team start for eight weeks. But it is absolutely up to NHL standards, and when you see the annex open up, it's going to be even bigger than that. So the, the four teams, they're cool with it. They understand what's going on. They're like, okay, we got it. We're, we're cool with it. As cool as they can be with it, I guess. Well, they've got no choice. Yeah, I mean, I think that the challenge is always going to be the challenge as to you're always going to hear uh, commentary, but the reality is they've been informed, and they were told about it from day one. You go on a big, long road trip out. After this, and to Gambo's point about the the annex, are you sure, as sure as you can be, that the annex is going to be done upon your arrival? I believe your next home game after these four is December 9th, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, Friday, December 9th against the Boston Bruins. And according to the builder, Mortensen, the folks at Oakview Group and ASU, uh, it'll actually be open ahead of that time. So we feel quite confident that there will be no issues. I love that you guys are here because your your, your, your base is here. It's not in Glendale. And and, and listen, nothing against that arena, but your, your base is in the East Valley. So um, you've got 5,000 plus. We got stand. You got uh, standing room only seats. You've got t- uh, student section. You got these every so thirteen rows up the ice. I mean, every seat is a great seat in this building. But I'm going to ask you how, how do you how do you make money this year with the lack of revenue resources available to you? You can't sell a lot of the signage. You don't have naming rights. You, la- you don't have a team shop down here, right? So you don't have a lot of the things that you previously had. How do you make revenue here? Uh, that would be a show in and of itself. But one thing for sure is that you have the best experience here. And so as a result, being in the right location, we're now at or above the NHL averages when it came to ticket pricing. We were well below. You were talking about tickets for 40 bucks as our average ticket price. We're now at or, or, or slightly above the NHL average. And remember, this is the lower half of the lower bowl. People do pay these prices for center ice, for rinkside, you know, and for glass seats. That's what we're playing yeah, but th- Normally, you want to go just gradually raise those prices on people over a, you know, this year we're going to go up this percent, then the next year a little bit more, then a, and then eventually over five years you're there. You guys, boom, right there, right? Because you had to. Well, brand new arena in the main and main of the valley and we knew that this is exactly where the corporate growth is, where the population growth is, and we knew with a majority of, uh, if you look at the T from North Scottsdale all the way to Gilbert Chandler into Central Phoenix, that was 85 to 90% of our ticket fan base. Are these four home games sold out? They are, you're going to have full capacity here the whole... For the four, four home games. games right now? Yes. So there are no tickets available? There, no, there are always tickets available because we wanted to make sure to expose this uh, experience to students in particular, to a lot of... There aren't a lot of group areas. There are not a lot of premium areas. and so. But what you will see is full capacity, 5,000 people in here. Update us. Javier Gutierrez, President and CEO of the Coyotes, our guest here on the Burns and Gambo Show. Now, perfect world. You're here three years and you move that way one mile for an arena You know that, that is being discussed and talked about right now. As much as you're allowed to tell us, what's the update with that? Where, where do we stand and what is your hopeful timeline for approval on that? Well, there's actually a lot of public information out there. It's already been put out there by the city of Tempe. We have three public hearings upcoming. One is a, a, a basically a 
planning review session on December, um, November 15th, excuse me, uh, the first council meeting, November 22nd, and a vote on November 29th. So we feel quite le- you know, confident that, again, it's the right project, it's the right proposal, and we're the right ownership. And again, $2.1 billion privately financed, the first ever sports and entertainment district that's privately financed in the history of Arizona. The airport issue has been the issue, the, the, the defining kind of like centerpiece of the conversation. Is that a fight for you? Is that a fight for Tempe? Where, you know, who, who, who runs that? Sure. Well, obviously you saw the mayor of the city of Tempe push back quite strongly. I think the city uh, clearly is going to be engaged in this. This is a project that uh, will be there and they want to be able to determine it for themselves. We said this all along. We've proposed a deal that uh, is well within all the FAA regulations when it comes to height, when it comes to noise, and the uses. This this misinformation that you cannot have housing in that noise contour is really undermined by the fact you already have 4,000 units along Tempe Town Lake in the same uh, noise contour. And the reality is this intergovernmental agreement between these two cities had always allowed these types of uses with mitigation. You know, you need to have noise mitigation as you do along Tempe Town Lake. So we've always felt very confident that the proposal that we've put forward would qualify not only under the FAA, which actually oversees safety and soundness of airports, but the intergovernmental agreement. Because ultimately, it, this is an FAA decision, right? This isn't – Sky Harbor can't tell you no. The FAA is the one who's going to say, yes, you can do this. No, you can't, right? They're the ones who ultimately are the arbiters of this? Well, yes, absolutely. They're in charge of the safety and soundness of the airports. And I would invite you to go to SoFi Stadium, which is less than a mile away from the second busiest airport in the country at LAX with 30,000 people in between of it. This happens all the time. You cities are allowed to build where they think they can build. The FAA comes in and allows the, that, those uses to be to be there. Let's talk about the, the team. Uh, Dylan Gunther with his first goal the other night. That was great to see the rookie get his first one. You guys had a nice win over Toronto. You got a nice win over Columbus. How do you feel about the start of the season so far? We feel very good. I mean, what we said is we would judge this season by continued development of our young players, well, number one. Number two, this continued Continuation of the culture of competitiveness that Bear and Bill Armstrong and the entire coaching staff and training staff are really instilling. And then obviously seeing some maturation with our young leaders, right? The Lawson Krauses, the uh, Nick is obviously hurt right now, but Clayton Keller, yeah. you know, these folks, but the young players in particular, the Jack McBains, the Dylan Gunthers, the JJ Mosers, you're seeing them, the Matthias Michelli, they're getting out there and they're competing, and that's what we want to see. You know, when you first got to town, we, we met. Me and you, we, we met real early. We got together, me, you, Rich, and Aaron. We had a nice little, uh, you know, lunch or something. And I, I was able to tell people right from the get-go, look, they're committed to being here. Like, I, I sat down with you, like, you know, and we talked about the commitment that you and Alice Merrill had to staying in Arizona. And where a lot of people doubted that, oh, they're going to leave, they're going to leave, they're going to go here, they're going to go there. $30 million invested here, a commitment to sign a, a gigantic lease that Gary Bettman would want you to sign if you get this new arena. You guys have had, I'm sure you've had plenty of opportunities to bolt Arizona, and you haven't. We made it very clear, and I think now people are listening to us, that this is the community we want to be in. This is the temporary location. 
Alex Morello has put his money where his mouth is, and we're trying to now put even greater investment into the city of Tempe. But it would have been easy to leave, right? You had so many opportunities, but you you didn't. Well, listen, you know, Alex, to, to his credit, saw this market when he was purchasing the team and said, that's where I want to be. He, his three children, have all bought homes here. They're making this the community they want to be a part of. And listen, at the end of the day, Follow the money, right? A temporary look. I always say this. If you knew an owner that was going to spend $30 million on a temporary location just so that he can spend $2.1 billion on a permanent location, what would you think about his commitment to that community? What would you think about his ability to execute on that commitment? Yeah. Javier, we appreciate the time as always. Thank you for stopping by. You've been you got to keep this place. Host. Uh, They finally let me in. I'm going to be like Rocky. I'm going to tip you one day. I want to come in here and skate one night when nobody's around. Uh, I'll tell you this, though. Whoever's decision it was in the front office to bring back the Kachina Coyote jerseys permanently, thumbs up. Absolutely. Two thumbs up. Bravo. Javier, we appreciate it, as always. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you, guys. Always great to see you. Go Yotes.